All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of PRI Talk. Um, today, uh, you get me again, like always. Um, still working on uh, trying to set up some dates with uh, some people to talk to you about some post-college volleyball life. Um, but working on those, obviously, those uh, individuals are very busy. And so um, trying to work stuff out and, and matching up schedules has been a little more difficult than I would have liked. But hopefully uh, we can get those recorded and, and you guys can have some fun stuff to listen to um, over the summer. Um, if you did not listen to um, uh, my episode from a couple weeks ago, uh, the 1% rule, um, episodes one and episodes two are part one and part two. Definitely click back in the podcast and listen to um, episodes 39 and 40, talking about the 1% rule. There's two parts in there. Um, definitely go back and listen to that. <clears throat> um, some really good info, some really good perspective, I think, on um, recruiting and, and college volleyball or, or just, just I mean, you can throw it into anything. You can apply it into anything. So definitely go check those out and give those a listen um, and give them to your athlete to listen to if they are not already doing that. So um, this week, I uh, wanted to talk about something that I've spent a lot of time talking to college coaches about. Um, spent a long time um, on Friday afternoon talking with uh, a couple coaches about it specifically and getting some specific numbers and things like that. Um, but I want to talk about the portal. I, I mentioned it, and, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it a couple times. Um, but the portal isn't going away, and, and I think that's it's a really important thing for us to consider on this end. Um, and so it's going to be realistically something that um, I'm going to have to start putting in recruiting material on this end and talking about the portal and what it looks like and how it works, uh, which is which is not something I really want to do. Um, I mean, again, my goal with my individual kids is that they go to a school and graduate from that school in four years. Now, is that happening across the board to everybody? No. Um, everyone transfers for a lot of lots of different reasons. Um I do not think that these new recruiting rules are really going to um, have anything to do with that. Um, just me personally, I don't think that they are the new recruiting rules are going to <clears throat> slow down the transferring. I just don't think they are. Um, and if you uh, want a little bit more perspective on that, go check out my blog post from this week on privolleyball.com. Um, just talking about the recruiting timeline for a lot of these colleges is not changing with the new rules. Even with COVID, we're not really slowing things down. So um, so, so I want to talk about the portal and the portal isn't going away. Um, over the last several years, um, you know, prior to COVID, when the portal first came into being um, and it made transferring uh, a lot simpler and a lot easier for athletes, which I don't necessarily have a problem with, there were somewhere between four and 500 athletes in there um, on, a, on a consistent basis, okay? So right now in the portal, or at least as of Friday, um, there were 960 athletes in the portal, okay? Um, and this is Division One and Division Two, okay, combined. Um, there's significantly more Division One athletes in the portal than there are Division II. Um, 235, I believe, was the number uh, of Division Two athletes are in the portal. Um, you've got another 270 one-year or grad year or super senior year athletes um, that are, that are transferring. Um, and, and, uh, 270 is a, is a ton 
Okay. Um, when you're talking about, I mean, that's a, that's a, a quarter of, of that entire class for the most part, uh, at least when you're looking at scholarships, you're looking at roughly a thousand scholarships in every class. You got 271 year um, grad transfers in the portal. That's a, that's a huge number. Okay. Um, but you still got roughly 700 athletes on the portal outside of those one year, one year athletes. Okay. Um, and, and there's probably a lot more one year grad year transfer athletes in the portal this year than normal. Um, there's obviously more athletes in the portal now than there normally are for a normal year. Um, and, and like I said, you've still got roughly about 700 athletes in the portal um, outside of those one year kids. So if you look at the numbers overall, you've got, if you average uh, 16 athletes per team, which we're going to be on the high end of that uh, over the next couple of years, and it's, I mean, we're pushing 18 to 20 probably is going to be average on a roster size over the next several years. Um, but you've got some athlete, some 5,000 athletes playing division one ball. Okay. So you're looking at one out of five, one out of every five division one athletes are basically in the portal right now. And that to me is just an insane number. Um, and, and that's, what's going right on right now. And everyone's like, well, you know, it's because of COVID and blah, 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 but that's not really going to change this fall. Um, cause when we, when we get to November, we're going to see the same number of athletes, if not more in the portal. Okay. And, and the reason for that is you, because of the, um, I mean, the first thing is the, the NCAA allowed, you know, uh, more scholarship money in 2021. You can go over your scholarship allotment um, based on how many seniors you had staying and staying on scholarship. Okay, so that's that's a, a lot of what's happening this year. These seniors want to stay for one more year someplace, and they they're trying to get scholarship someplace. If they can't get it from where they're at or the where they're at right now, it doesn't have the grad program that they're looking for or whatever. Okay, lots of reasons to transfer. Lots of reasons for um, grad year athletes uh, or, or or you know athletes to find a super senior year or a grad year okay this number this year we just have more than normal because this whole last year didn't really count for a season okay now skip into 2000 what it looks like for the 2022 classes the schools can't go over that number so there's this, this huge issue between as a coach do you give the scholarship to the 2022 athlete right those athletes will be signed their nlis come this november or do you give it to an athlete that's that's already there? They're super senior. So are you, are you pulling a scholarship away from a super senior and giving it to an incoming freshman? Or are you passing on your incoming freshman or making that kid walk on for a year or two and keeping that scholarship with the upperclassmen, right? And that's that's going to be a huge factor in, in how many um, uh, athletes you have transferring, transferring at the end of this fall. Um, we're, we're still going to have those one year transfers, super senior year, um, no scholarship for them at the current school, maybe, or they just want to play somewhere else for that last year. I want to enjoy my last season of volleyball. Okay. We're still going to have those. Uh, remember talking to one of the, the athletes, um, that I know and have known for a long time. And her reason of transferring was, I just want to enjoy my last season of volleyball. She was not happy. Um, I just want to enjoy one. And now she gets two more because of, because of COVID. Right. Um, plus, plus now, uh, everything going on with the rest of the athletes on your roster starts coming into play. Okay. Do, does the sophomore want to transfer? Does the junior want to transfer? Right. So you're going to see, um, you know, based on who they have incoming, 
um, all these different situations, right? I can't play here. I'm not going to get any playing time. I don't want to play here. There's a new coaching staff. That's always a big one. Um, the 2022 kids coming in for next fall are going to replace me. This team isn't very good. I want to go somewhere and win. I can, I can find better options someplace else, right? Academic changes. I'm not doing this major anymore. So we need to go someplace else. I want to be closer to home. That's always a huge one, right? Um, if athletes get the opportunity to play closer to home, they really enjoy doing that. The biggest question is whether or not these numbers start to go back down in two to three years, or if this is going to be the new recruiting num number for the portal. Okay. Are we going to see regularly over the next several years, the seven, eight, 900 athletes in the portal um, at the end of every season? Uh, or is that number going to start to go back down after we hit this 2023 um, class? I think that probably the, the old number of four to 500 is probably going to be on the really low end. Um, I don't think that after, say, 2023, after those freshmen um, show up, I don't think that will normally be at this 900 number. Um, I think it'll be somewhere in between is the normal. Um, but, but you have all these athletes now with the ease of transferring in the portal. Um and this is, you know, an email I got was this athlete says, I'm looking for my quote unquote, I'm looking for quote unquote, my next opportunity. Okay. And this is the problem with the portal is it's like getting recruited all over again. Um, and you get the emails and you get to talk to college coaches and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and everyone enjoys the recruiting process. Everyone enjoys getting pursued. Right. Um, and so when you're in a situation where everything's not perfect, and again, I believe these are, these are conversations that we should be having going into um, when we show up at the school, what, you know, what's my role going to be look like looking like freshman and sophomore year and, and, and things like that. And there's a conversations that we can have leading up to it. Um, and, and we need to be honest about what we're at, where we're at and what we want, um, out of our, our playing season as, as college coaches and as athletes too. We got to be honest about what we're looking for and what we need. Um, cause I, like I said, I don't, I do not think that these new recruiting rules are going to slow transfers down. Um, and the other side of this too, I, and I, I've mentioned this before, um, on here, but, but college coaches like the transfers, right? Um, I, I'll, I'll start getting emails. I guarantee you now that they're actually going to play this fall, I will start getting emails in, um, September, October, uh, you know, right as conference season is starting up, like after the preseason, I'll start getting emails from college coaches. Hey, uh, we had an athlete that quit or we had a kid get hurt and we're going to be looking for a transfer. I mean, the, we're going to start looking at transfers um, right, right away in the fall again. And so college coaches, um, a lot of them uh, and a lot of programs um, benefit from the transfer portal. So I don't think it's something that that's going to go away anytime soon. Um, I don't necessarily think that we'll see as high of numbers as we as we as we are right now, and as we'll see again this fall, like I said, I think in November and December, I think there's going to be 900 plus um, on the portal, and that's that's easy. It might even be more than that, um, which which would be crazy. But I think the number right now is crazy too. So um, probably still somewhere around eight nine hundred. I think uh, just being consistent, um, we'll see that happen in November and December, and that's really going to impact you know the the these 2022s that are still trying to find a place to play. Um, that, that part of it, cause you could go from being, you know, really high on, on someone's list still, if you're an uncommitted 2022 
you could be really high on someone's list, then all of a sudden a need changes and boom, transfer portal. Guess what? Not looking for a 2022 athlete anymore. Um, and, and that that will be a huge, huge bummer, um, obviously, for a lot of these athletes now that are still uncommitted um, and, and, and trying to sign an NLI in um, November. But um, the, the transfer portal right now, it's, it's here to stay. I do not see these numbers dropping or, or going lower over the next course of the next couple of years. Um, I also don't think that these new recruiting rules are going to impact uh, the portal, um, at least not, not in a huge way. Um, and so, yeah, the portal is here to stay. Like I said, it's going to be something that I'm going to have to start talking about in, uh, recruiting seminars. Um, so parents learn and know about it. And and the biggest thing, um, to communicate to parents is one, just the, the sheer amount of athletes that are in there, um, and what that does to kind of your stock and, and your value as an athlete is it just lowers it. Um, with so many athletes in the portal and so many options for college coaches to be looking at, um, your value is just lower. Um, you know, 900 athletes in the portal, if there were only 400, your value is probably a little bit higher, right? Maybe you're still looking at, uh, you know, a, a 150, 150, 100 or so of those athletes coming from Division two programs. And you've got another, uh, you know, 100 or so um uh, one-year transfers, which may or, may, may or may not be a good fit for some schools. And so you've got, you know, uh, not quite half of those um, athletes aren't coming uh, or one-year transfers or or Division two kids. And so there's only, you know, two to 300 um, of those two or three-year uh, transfers. And so, um, you know, your value is a little bit higher. Your stocks goes up a little bit. But now when you're talking about 700, plus athletes in the portal at, at one time um, that your value is just not, not that high. Um, so, so be weary, ask good questions during the recruiting process, know exactly what you're getting into. Um, if you don't know how to ask those questions or you don't know which questions to ask of college coaches to figure that out. So you don't have to go on the portal and risk your scholarship. Um, then, then please let me know. I will be more than happy to talk to you about that and help you guys um, through that process. So have a great rest of your week. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, remember, coaches are people too. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice as well as information on current volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com, check out my blog, or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions. You can also find me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening.